Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good Thursday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us around the state on the Super Talk Radio Network, online, wherever you're tuned in. We're glad you're on board. And we've got a great show for you today. Louisiana Tech uh, head baseball coach Lane Burroughs about to join us. He and his guys actually on the bus headed to Hattiesburg for what is a much-anticipated big weekend of baseball here in South Mississippi. Also, Jack Duggan will be joining us later in the program. Opening segment of the show sponsored by our good friends at Dickey's Barbecue Pit, and we encourage you this weekend to enjoy some Dickey's. If you're in town for baseball, they're open seven days a week right near the mall in Hattiesburg, and they cook delicious food for you in-house, delivery, take-home. They will cater any baseball tailgate, uh, we might add, as well. So if you're interested in that, just reach out to our friends at Dickey's Barbecue. All right, Lane Burroughs, we're happy to have him on the show. Of course, is the baseball coach at uh, Louisiana Tech, and he is bringing his 14-5 and ball team to Hattiesburg this weekend for a big Conference USA showdown. And first of all, Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us. Man, yeah, thank you guys for having me on. It's, uh, it's exciting to be coming back down South Mississippi, and obviously uh, we – I've been saying it all week. If you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. And Southern Miss has been so good for so many years and kind of ran the league. So, uh, you know, it's interesting. We'll play them twice this year, but uh, it ought to be good. It's uh, might as well open up with the with the king of the hill, so to speak, that has been for the last <laughs> few years. So we're excited, and our boys are playing good, and so are theirs. So it should be a really good series. Yeah, well, well, there's great anticipation for it here, Coach, I can tell you. Coach, you're actually going to play Southern Miss eight times in the next three weeks. Uh, your thought about the about this type of scheduling? Uh, you know, uh, personally, if you want the truth, I don't like it. And I think if you talk to Coach Barry or any of our coaches in our league, I think you'd get the same answer. Uh, it is what it is. We're having to do a lot of stuff this year that we normally wouldn't. And uh, it's uh, we just have to adjust and adapt and uh, we talk about that in our program all the time, the ability to adapt. and Kind of like the Red Sox-Yankees deal. They play so many times over the course of a major league season. And, uh, but, yeah, it's, it's uh, it, it'll be good. We'll have them at home. We'll have them. Uh, obviously, we're coming down there, and uh, I think it's two of the top teams in the league. And uh, it, it'll be a rough stretch. You, I, I'm not a big fan of the, of the four-game sets either, but we have to deal with that. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of two-and-twos in our league. I think everybody – uh, in our league is really evenly matched top to bottom. So it'll see, it'll be interesting when the dust settles at the end of the year in May and see where everybody stands. All right, coach, in my view, th- this is clearly a, this is clearly a weekend where two of the top 25 baseball programs in the country are squaring off. Rick Cleveland, I'm sure you know who that is, uh, oh, yeah. published an article yesterday and he really expressed his dismay 
that your team in particular, with the great start you've had, a win over number one Arkansas, a skull dragging of highly ranked Ole Miss, 13-1. We want to thank you for that as well, Coach. Uh, we, we enjoyed that probably as much as you did, Coach, if you really want to know the truth. Uh, he just expressed his dismay that the Louisiana Tech is, is not ranked in every. You, you are ranked in one poll. But he says you should be in the top 20 in every poll that Southern Miss should be in the top 25. Does that frustrate you as much as it does us as fans? You know, a little bit because I think it, you know, I'll give you a little coach speak, obviously, and really we put our blinders on and don't try to pay any attention to it. But uh, it's hard not to. You can't keep anything from kids these days. And and it does. It does frustrate you when when you've done the work. And, I I mean, the work Southern Miss has done as well. I mean, they deserve to be ranked. Um, You know, I know everybody hadn't seen us play, and, uh, it's good for the for the kids. They put in the hard work and, and and day in and day out to be recognized for their hard work. I know it's good for fans, alumni, donors, and and uh, all that stuff. But uh, yeah, it is a little frustrating, especially our league. I, I you know I'm a little biased and I got my Conference USA goggles on, but I feel like we have one of the better baseball playing leagues in the country. And I I think if you look at the scores this year throughout the the season, it it shows. I mean, uh, you know, Southern Miss went into Tuscaloosa. Uh, just Tuesday night, got a big win on the road against a team that's playing really, really well. So uh, sometimes you feel like it, you don't get the credit we deserve. So, yeah, it does frustrate you when, when not just us, but all our teams in our league don't get the recognition we feel like we should be getting. Right. You have wins over Arkansas at Ole Miss, Southern Miss over Alabama. Rice beats uh, Texas A&M this week. So, yeah, we uh, we share that frustration. All right, Luke, get in here with uh, Coach Lane Burroughs on the bus headed to Hattiesburg. Coach Bob just mentioned uh, about your your team and some of the big wins. You come in with a six game winning streak. Uh, as impressive as the Arkansas win was, the Ole Miss wa- win was. Uh, Coach, uh, again, thank you so much for doing that. Uh, the sweep at Tulane last weekend. It is hard to go down to Turchin Stadium and win one, even two, but to sweep is really tough. You, know, you guys got a midweek uh, win against Fed and, and Monroe. What's kind of been uh, during this six-game winning streak, and, and even you look back before uh, the Arkansas series, you had a four-game winning streak. What's kind of been the mojo the last few weeks for the uh, the Bulldogs? Yeah, well, and I agree with you. Going down there to New Orleans in the history of my career, coaching or playing, and I mean, I, I was in Southern Miss nine years. and uh, Back in the old Conference USA days, I don't remember us winning a series down there. We had some good ball clubs. and You don't just go in there and win a series, much less get a, get a sweep and you know, obviously, I think it's easy to point out the starting pitching during that stretch has been really good. Uh, Wharf kind of got things started last Sunday or two Sundays ago uh, against Arkansas when he threw the complete game shutout. And, uh, and then Kay Gibson followed that up on the Tuesday night against Ole Miss, pulled him after uh, he pitched into the eighth and only gave up one run. And, and then Friday we get a shutout, we get a complete game shutout, and then we get one Saturday. So uh, when the other team doesn't score, you have a really good chance of winning. So I think that our starting pitching has been pretty good. So just like the team we're about to come play, you guys, I mean, uh, Southern Miss' starting pitching has been electric. Uh, you just have to look at the numbers. And, uh, you know, we've done enough offensively. We have an older club uh, offensively. A lot of guys have had a lot of at-bats under the belt. Uh, some stressful, been in some stressful ball games. And, and uh, we're getting a little banged up right now. we got three of our better hitters that are out, won't play, but – uh, they didn't play last weekend either, and we had some backups step in and, and uh, play really well. And uh, we found a way. We, we won in different ways down there. That was a good thing. Obviously, the two shutouts we get, and then uh, we got behind on Sunday and had to battle back, and it was 
back and forth. Had to use three pitchers in the ninth to get three out. So uh, just uh, our guys just playing hard, playing uh, with a chip on their shoulder. And, and uh, you know, we moved into our new stadium, and that was a lot of an excitement. We got away from the high school park we've been practicing at. And <laughs> it's kind of added some life to our guys. And, uh, again, I think like a lot of people in the country with the COVID, we're an older club. And, and uh, as a coach, uh, it gives you a sense of, of calm when you got an older team out there that's been through it. We talked to Coach Barry Monday, and, and I'll ask you the same question I ask him. What changes uh, getting your team ready for really unprecedented four games in, in three days? Uh, I know you'll have to mix your rotation around. you you got to start a fourth pitcher. I guess mentally, how do you how do you get your guys ready for a four-game series over three days? Well, we've talked about it a lot. It's a great question. and We had been able, unfortunately, to play a four-game weekend. We tried to schedule one with Southern University, and they, they decided didn't want to do it. Uh, wish we could have, but we weren't able. It's it's going to be a grind. But when you look at it, essentially you're talking about adding, what, five innings, uh, re- realistically, if you don't have any extra, any ball games, and uh, you just – we've talked about it a lot. Hey, it's going to be a grind. you got to bring it mentally. Uh, you got to be physically and mentally ready and prepared. And, and you're right. One of the things that you are searching for was that fourth starter on the weekend, and, and uh, we'll go with Kate Gibson. He earned it. Uh, he deserved it. He pitched well against Ole Miss. And, he actually started against Monroe Tuesday night. It would have been in the bullpen, so we he pitched two two innings, I believe, maybe maybe three. Had a couple of quick innings, and and uh, he'll be our four starter. But I think that's the main thing of just uh, the mental grind of a four game weekend, especially when you're playing on the road against a team like Southern Miss, and you got to be ready and locked in and, and focused every pitch. Last question to me, Coach. We got about a minute left. Uh, as you come in this weekend, I, I know it's uh, it's always special for you the time you spend in Hattiesburg, and you know as, as coming in on the other side of it, how how special is Pete Taylor Park um, in college baseball? But particularly to you, you know that it's going to be a lively atmosphere tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean it is. It's you know I spent nine years of my life there. My wife's a Southern Miss graduate. All three of my children were born in Hattiesburg, so it's a very very special place to me and our family and uh it's it's hard being on that other side because they're really good <laughs> it's a hard place to play so it's uh when you're in that other dugout man it ain't as fun uh we had some good times there you know i even thought about it when we swept two lane last weekend i thought man that corky palmer would be really happy right now because he we didn't have a lot of success down there when we were together and uh but yeah just a lot of memories i've had a lot of friends reach out and uh, it, it's good to see all those people, but when they say play ball, I know the Golden Eagles are going to come after us, and we got to be ready. All right, Coach, can you uh, stick around? We've got a short three-minute break, and uh, would love to continue our conversation with you. Absolutely, man, no problem. All right, we're talking to Louisiana Tech head baseball coach Lane Burroughs. Delighted to have him on the Eagle Hour. He and his really excellent ball program uh, headed to Hattiesburg as we speak to get ready for the four-game series against the Golden Eagles. We'll continue with Coach Burroughs on the other side of the break.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Second segment of the Eagle Hour every day sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. They're on Hardy Street. They're open six days a week. This would be a fabulous weekend to go do some shopping there with a huge baseball series in town. You can also do it online, CampusBookmart.net. Jack Duggan's going to be joining us here in a moment. Big weekend on the campus this weekend with the spring football game going on and uh, a lot of activity, of course, uh, all the spotlight on this big four-game series with Louisiana Tech. We've got the skipper of the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs on the phone with us, Lane Burroughs, as they travel toward Hattiesburg. Coach, uh, we were talking during the break. uh, The the nine-inning games this weekend will be played with this new extra-inning rule of putting a runner on second. The seven-inning games will not. And you express to us, you kind of share our belief, well, we love traditional college baseball and the idea of putting a guy on second base in extra innings just seems odd, Coach. It does. I agree. And, you know, I'm old school, and I think you need to play it out. But, uh, uh, yeah, we will. You guys are right. The nine-inning games will play that way. The seven innings we will not is uh, my understanding, too. And, uh, you know, I, I know Southern Miss was actually able to do that. They got into that situation against uh, UL Lafayette, and uh, we have not. It's one of those things I wish we, having, having it in league play, I wish we would have been able to uh, to actually experience it because it, it'll change the way you manage it, you know, what, what you need to do, whether it's fun, move him over, or let your guy hit. And I think a lot of it's going to depend on where you fall in your lineup if, you, if you're looking at it truthfully. But, uh, yeah, I guess with the numbers and the four-game weekends, I, honestly, I think most coaches would tell you they, they'd rather play it out and just see his last man standing, even if you get us into your bullpen. And, uh, but it's one of those things, again, we talked about the first segment. We're, we're all adjusting and adapting in our daily lives and, and I guess, in our, in our sports and our work as well. I don't know if you heard, Coach, but there were a lot of kumbaya moments in that series with Lafayette. There was just a lot of love on the field all, all weekend long. You know, I, it was a weird deal because I didn't even – I think that was the weekend we played Arkansas, so we, we got done late Friday night, and I didn't even I didn't talk to uh, any of the coaches. I'm friends, obviously, worked with all the coaches at Southern Miss at one point or another, and, and uh, had no idea. And the next day, I saw something on Twitter where the, the guy got hit in the head, and the, the home run, and the bat flip, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> I had no, I didn't even know that went down. And uh, yeah, I heard there was a it was an interesting series uh, to say the least, and a, a lot of emotions. So I know you guys were. Happy to get out of there with the clean sweep after all that went down. Right. All right, your relationship with Scott Berry is well documented, but I, I, I've been curious about this all morning and wanted to ask you this question. I know both of you gentlemen are very competitive. You're very successful at your craft. You have nationally prominent baseball programs. Is it difficult Is it difficult to compete against Coach Berry, uh, Coach Burrs? I mean, is there something inside of both of you that – makes it a maybe bittersweet i don't know yeah it is me i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know about him he may he uh it, i don't like it um at all i don't like uh facing any of my friends and, you know he he coached me at meridian junior college so he was kind of he's kind of a big brother to me we're very close and, uh he was in my wedding and it goes a lot deeper than baseball with us too and uh yeah he's one of those guys meant a lot in my life and, and uh one of the guys honestly he's put the fire in me to want to be a coach and uh, yeah, it's not it's not fun you, when you when you have to go head to head compete in an intense series. Uh, he's like me though; he's a competitor, and I know when they say play ball, you put that all behind. But um, yeah, it's I can only speak for myself. But 
I don't enjoy uh, competing against really good friends, but it's part of the business, and and uh, you got to do it. And uh, again, it's uh, but he's a very very close friend of mine, and it goes way back. He's more like a brother to me than a friend. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's tough when you have to go up against one of your your close close friends. I'm going to ask you to comment on on this man. He's going to be our guest uh, on the show tomorrow. He's been on the show many times. Uh, Hill Denson is going to be joining us. He's on his way down here as well. Uh, your your thoughts about Hill Denson and what he has meant to college baseball, Coach? I love him. Love him. Just uh, one of those old school guys that, you know, really when you look back at the guys that got college baseball going, it's Hill Denson, Ron Folk, Skip Bergman. You, you throw his name in there with all of them. I mean, and uh, he 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 built that place. I mean, the, the things he had to do to go out and sell uh, seats and uh, work his tail off and uh, not making much money doing it, you know, basically – you know, obviously Pete Taylor got it going, but Coach Denson coming in and uh, really building that thing from the ground up and building that stadium and and uh, a very, very, very good man, a very smart man, a very good baseball coach. And uh, I think the world of Coach Denson. He's one of my favorite people in the entire world. And, you know, he's one of those guys he don't get too sped up. It's hard to speed Coach Denson up. He don't get too too uh, nervous and anxious and tight. He just stays the even kill and calm. I wish I was more like that, but uh, right, right. Man, just a great ambassador, not only for Southern Miss and Mississippi baseball, but just college baseball as a whole. Just, uh, just a, a, he's a good one. He's one of the best to ever do it for sure. Probably wouldn't surprise you if I told you when I called him today, he just chattered and chattered on the phone. <laughs> that does not surprise <laughs> me one bit. You, you wanted me to hang on for another segment, but you'll have to kick him off. <laughs> There's a lot of truth in that, Coach. All right, now, Luke, what else have you got for Coach Burrs before we let him go? Coach Burrs, yesterday we actually brought up the fact that Hill Denson's uh, day job now, on many days, he's an Uber driver. So I think he was born to do that with the mouth that he has. He may, you know, he. He may give you a free Uber ride, but he's going to hit you up for something else in, in mid-conversation. Um, Coach, uh, talking no about your approach to this weekend, um, and, and I won't allow you to speak uh, good about your team because you guys are number seven in the RPI right now. You've had some very quality wins. What does the benefit of this – Scott Berry keeps saying you have a, a mature team, a senior-laden team, an experienced team – how does that go in your favor going into a weekend, especially of one like this that has conference and national magnitude along with it? Yeah, I don't know if it goes in our favor. I, you know, I just know they're really good. And, and again, it's it's uh, you try not to change your approach, even though it's the opening of the league play. I mean, it's hard not to. Everybody knows these games are so important. And but you know, we've been playing good ball, and they have too. The main thing you want your kids to do is go out and just play and and do what you've been doing, what got us here, and we played well so far. And, and uh, it's kind of a new season. It is because you're starting week play. But uh, yeah, we are. We got a we got a mature older group. But you know, when 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 you go in and play a team like this in this environment, and that's why we made our schedule tough for these for this weekend. These type weekends, we we did that on purpose. We knew we'd have an older team, and that's why we played Arkansas and Ole Miss and Tulane on the road. We wanted to prepare these guys for for going to Southern Miss and uh, playing in a great environment. Um, and a lot of these guys, it's been a while it's been down there, but they they were there a few years ago, and uh, they know what they're they're going into. And again, it's uh, if you want to be at the top of the league, you got to go through the man and, and the king of it. And right now, they have been, and uh, you know they got a very good club again this year. So it'll be a good weekend. Excited about it. Just I enjoy watching good baseball and seeing our guys go out and compete at a high level against good clubs. To me, that's what makes this job really fun.
Last question for me. Uh, you know what type of pitching staff you're, you're facing, unlike an SEC coach uh, that didn't realize that earlier this week. And so um, yeah. what, what I, I guess, Walker Powell has been pitching at Southern Miss coach longer than you've been coaching at Louisiana Tech. He's one of those guys you feel like you're, you know, he's one of your cousins you see at a family reunion every. But, I mean, you know the, the depth of this pitching staff. You saw what they did against Bama. And, and I guess, uh, you know, what's your thoughts about the pitching for Southern Miss, particularly? how many starters they have you know going into a weekend like this electric i mean all you got to do is look at their k's over walks and uh you know etheridge is etheridge went to my high school he's the same high school i did west lauderdale and uh he's 33 over one i mean and stanley and Tyler, all of them i mean it's they got guys down the bullpen that could probably be starting at a lot of places and uh aren't pitching a lot but you just look at the k's over walks and it pretty much starts at the end there and they're pitching at a very, very high level. We know it's going to be a, a, a high, uh, tough task, and we know uh, they're going to come at us. You know, obviously I've worked with Coach Ostrander before, and um, I know they're going to attack us with their strengths. And uh, right now, you know, everybody you talk to, and you don't have to talk to many, and you just look at them on video, it's, it's really, really good. It's, it's one of the top 50 staffs in the country, and I'm not just – that ain't just lip service. That's 100% a fact. It's, it'll be the toughest uh, rotation we have faced. Uh, so far, and we faced some guys at Arkansas that got it up to 100. So uh, this going into this weekend, we feel like this is even better staff that we're facing. All right, Coach Burrs, it's been a real pleasure having you on the Eagle Hour. We're always grateful for your time. Always enjoy watching uh, your great uh, program uh, play baseball, and uh, we look forward to an exciting weekend uh, with the two best teams in Conference USA head-to-head. Absolutely, guys. Thank you for having me. It's always my pleasure. All right. Coach Lane Burroughs, everybody, the head baseball coach at Louisiana Tech University. I like what he just said. Uh, They just got through with Arkansas. They're facing a better pitching staff this weekend, Luke Johnson. He knows, and, and again, it's not lip service. He knows what Southern Miss has, and I would say that serves him well, unlike maybe maybe I wish he didn't realize how much of a good right, pitching staff right, we had right. so we could get like we did Tuesday. But but he knows. I mean, these guys know each other year in and year out. Uh, you know, some of these guys that are pitching for the Golden Eagles now, Coach Burroughs recruited, you know, to Louisiana Tech, and thankfully, you know, they came to Southern Miss. But um, it will be special having him back in the Pete in the other dugout, and uh, everybody's the friend until first pitch tomorrow night and then for four three days we're going against each other but really appreciate coach burris coming on today all right speaking of pitchers the old left-handed pitcher jack duggan joins us next on the eagle hour there is all sorts of things taking place on campus this weekend it's raining here in hattiesburg right now it looks terrible but i want to remind everybody about the new artificial turf so we should be good to go tomorrow night at six o'clock we'll be back Southern Miss to the top. Back on a stormy Thursday, be sure to check your local weather forecast as storms are literally in the next few hours crossing the state of Mississippi. So uh, be sure 
to keep your radio and uh, social media open to be sure to check out that weather forecast. Third segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you every day by 4th Street Bar and Grill. It was Pork Chop Thursday, and tomorrow will be Bob Getty Fried Catfish Friday. Our great friends at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Hey, if you're coming in early for the Louisiana Tech game or you're going to take a, a, a lunch break on Saturday between the early scrimmage and first pitch, go see our friends at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Great food, a great place to go uh, hang out pregame, postgame. Anytime. Four Street Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of the Eagle Hour. Luke and Bob from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. The old left-hander, Jack Duggan, joins us now, sports information director for the University of Southern Mississippi. And, uh, Jack, before we, before we get into uh, Louisiana Tech and, and all that's going on this weekend, just to get your comment, now that you know that the Eagle Hour officially owns the Danny Lynch parrot head bat flip Pimp my home run jersey. It's ours. Well, that's great. I'm I'm so happy for you guys that, that y'all could get y'all could have your own parrot head jersey. Yeah, a famous so, one too, no doubt, right? What's that? I said a famous one too. That's true. The one that had uh, you know very significance in in a in a it'll go down in parrot head night lore. Uh, the bat flip night. So yeah. uh, the the night where the Golden Eagles scored eight runs in the second inning uh, uh, en route to a 13-4 victory over the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana. Well, here's Lafayette. one thing we're trying to do, though, Jack. We're trying to figure out how to put a device on the framed jersey where we can punch the button and hear the ULL radio broadcast of that inning every time oh, we want to because it was just priceless. Well, you know, everybody's <laughs> going to so have it. everybody's going to have a different viewpoint, <laughs> and you just got to you just gotta live with it. You know, you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> you so guys, I tell yeah. You what. So, so what we what we found out was is that obviously it won't fit me or Kelly. So Bob's the only one that it can fit. Right. But if I give it to Bob, I'll never see it again, uh, Jack. So it's right. going to stay. In, That's exactly right. In, well, in my you, possession. Why don't you get it and you hang it up in the studio? That's exactly what I suggested, that, what, Jack. That is yeah, but exactly he said the Hattiesburg. He won't. He won't let it ride up here in Jones you, County. So we're we're still hashing that out. You can't share custody of the jer- the, 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 the mighty Danny <laughs> no. Lynch jersey. Be, I, I smell lawyers be, <laughs> because it took it took my entire yearly salary of the Eagle Hour to to buy that thing, yeah. Jack. That's what happened. <laughs> Well, don't, hey, I anyway, think we're, I think we're going to do some more this weekend. I, 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 so, so kind of, kind of keep uh, on the radar. So we may have some more available this weekend. So there we go. So, so I'll let y'all know for sure. But I think, I think that, I think that was the plan early on. But, but we'll, I'll, I'll double check and make sure that that is indeed a reality. So, hmm, so I think good. we've got a few more, few more left. We're going to auction off this weekend. So, but so, I'll, but I'll double so check big that. Big weekend. Make sure. We just got off the phone uh, two segments with Lane Burroughs. Th- that is uh, obviously the front and center, Jack, for this weekend, four-game series. But, man, there's a lot going on on campus this week. There is. We've got uh, we got the black and gold scrimmage Saturday morning at 930. Uh, fans are, are welcome to come. Parking's going to be open around the stadium, so just come on in. You, we ask that you come into the uh, the west side. Uh, just remember, CDC guidelines still in effect. You know, so if you could bring a mask, we'd love that. Uh, you know, try to social distance. You got the whole west side to kind of spread out. We'll have concessions. You know, you'll get to see the Golden Eagles go through, you know, their practice, and, and there'll be some scrimmaging involved as well. And uh, that's going to be their fifteenth scrimmage. Uh, of the uh, and their last scrimmage or last practice, I should say, 
of spring football. So I get to see how they have improved. And I tell you what, man, it's 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 fun to watch them practice. They don't they don't stop at all. They just they just move 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 the whole practice and. It's fun. It's fun to watch, and uh, I tell you, Coach Hall, his energy uh, has got them really going. And I, I tell you, I'm sure they've gotten a lot of a lot of things accomplished uh, during spring uh, drills. We got tennis going on, men and women tennis, both uh, in action that day uh, on Saturday on on Super Saturday, we're calling it. And then, of course, we got the doubleheader baseball game at the Pete, uh, uh, two o'clock. So, uh, just a big day on campus. Uh, you know, I imagine you know if it wasn't for COVID, we'd have more things going on but uh you know we still got a got a big day planned and uh you know we hope uh that our gold nickel fans can come out and enjoy some different sporting events with us on that day jack i love talking baseball with you and people not associated with us don't know that you and i share that love and we talk pretty frequently about college mm-hmm. baseball so i'm really curious to hear your thoughts about this this four game deal on the weekends well, I get you know it's the it's the new old saying, Bob. It is what it is. You know, I, I, I'm not exactly sure how I feel about it yet. I think I'll, I think my feelings will be stronger about six or seven weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, um, I, I I like it from a standpoint of 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 how much pitching that we have. You know, I think it's something that we can cover. You know, you've got to be able to cover, I guess, 32 innings in a weekend instead of 27. Uh, and I think we can do that. I think we've got enough arms. I think we showed that the other night at Alabama uh, with the, the 10 arms that we threw out there against them, um, that, that we do have quality pitching, and, it, and, and we were pretty deep in that regard. Um, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of doubleheaders. Uh, although, although two sevens, it, it's not, it's not, it makes, doesn't make for as long a day. Mm-hmm. I just think that that you know you play one game and and especially at home and I noticed this when we played Northwestern State earlier this year, you know if you if you were there for the first game you, you noticed that that there was a lot of energy in the in the, in the building and and there was a lot of things going on and 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 it just and then after the game ended and, and you know forty minutes later you play again and it just didn't seem like it was there mm-hmm. so you got to you got to figure out a way to motivate yourself and. And 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 play through that second game, and uh, I, I I don't know. I, I I having having now you know over the last I don't know fifteen twenty years where we've sort of gotten away from the doubleheader in college baseball. It's 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 kind of tough to go back to it, but um, you know it, you you do with. You, you do with what they tell you that you got to do. So, mm-hmm. so that's what we'll do, and 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 we'll do the best that we can with it. I'm guessing you're also not a big fan, as we learned. Coach Burroughs is not a big fan of this extra inning rule of putting a guy on second base to start the extra inning. You know what? I I don't dislike it. I yeah. I, I guess I should. You know, because I you know I consider myself a somewhat of a purist. Uh, you know, I'm not a big DH guy. I don't really care for that much. You know, when, at least when it comes to Major League Baseball. Uh, but I, I, you know, I saw the I saw the excitement that it brought in that Sunday game against Louisiana Lafayette, and I thought, you know, this 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 is this is kind of fun. It, it's it's because because all of a sudden, all of a sudden, guess what? If 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 you have the ability to move runners over, you have the ability to bunt, you have the ability to play some small ball, then 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 your your odds are pretty good. 
And if you can't, then, then you know, I, I think you're going to have trouble scoring runs. But, you know, unless you're a really, really good hitting team, and it doesn't really matter. But, um, I mean, that was the fun thing for me. I mean, just – and then, of course, I guess when you win – the only one that you ever do, you win with a grand slam walk or, or walk-off grand slam. You know, that kind of – that kind of – that maybe clouds your judgment as well. So, <laughs> so we'll see. We may do it four times, and we may lose four times, and I may absolutely hate right. it after that. Well, here's here's something a little interesting. I, I sent a text to Coach Barry a couple minutes ago. Thank goodness for the new turf coach. And he just responded, no kidding – but no kidding, Jack. Thank goodness for this new turf, or this big series would probably be in jeopardy. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, it, it, I mean, I don't even think about the weather anymore when it comes to mm-hmm. you know, you know, we're going to play. We'll play that day. It just just might be later, and uh, uh, it, it's a whole it's a whole different mindset. I mean, you go back two years ago, we we're playing Gonzaga in early March. And 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 we it had rained so much that we had to have a ground rule in that says if a ball is hit to the outfield and it is fully submerged <laughs> into the ground, you got to go get it. You, you can't call for a ground rule double. You got to go get the ball. So I mean, literally, they had that ground rule, and so so you don't have to worry about that anymore, right? You know, and, and I know people are. You know, people were either pro, were either for or against the turf when we decided to do this, and and you know, I, I, I you know, it's still, it's still, you know, wavers back and forth to me, but but uh, it's it's you know, it's been good. I mean, you see true hops, you see, you know, you you should see good defense because you're not going to get bad hops, and uh, you know, and, and it doesn't play like you know the old astro 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 turf where it just you know, it'd make it take a bounce and it would go over your head off the wall or it'd bounce and it'd go over the fence. It's not that kind of same mm-hmm. spongy astroturf. It's actually more closer to natural grass. So that makes it even better. All right, uh, Jack, we've got a very short break. Can you stick around and uh, finish sure. the show up with us? All right, yeah. we're going to keep Jack Duggan on the show. The left hander is going to rejoin us on the other side of the break. Big weekend at Southern Miss, as you heard Jack talk about. And, uh, We can always talk to Jack about college baseball. So stick around. Eagle Hour will wrap up after the break. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Final segment today brought to you by DBAT and D1 Training located on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. The website is dbathattiesburg.com. 
on uh, rainy days like this going forward. If you can't hit in the cage, if uh, you can't practice, DBAT and uh, D1 Training have places for you, your team, your kids, your entire family. They're located in Hattiesburg and are proud sponsors of the Eagle Hour. Luke and Bob from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. We continue with the the old left-hander, Jack Duggan. And so, Jack, let's let's break down um, this series. Uh, Southern Miss at 13-6. and six. Uh, Tech comes in at 14-5. and five. Uh, Both teams have a, an exceptional home record. Both teams a, a, a tad iffy on the road. Southern Miss, of course, got their first midweek uh, win of the season. Both teams have played a, a really impressive non-conference schedule. And uh, I guess the difference right now, and, and, and walk through us uh, on, on a couple of different aspects, how Southern Miss, uh, you know, is stacked up nationally pitching wise. It's hard to believe that there uh, would be very few ball clubs uh, that would have the same type of staff. But, but Louisiana Tech, on the other hand, also is a veteran club, and they they come in uh, well equipped on both sides of the ball. Well, there's no doubt, and uh, you know, if you you look uh, heading into after, I guess Tuesday night's games, uh, Southern Miss. Uh, you know, Jared Ramsey, he's he's first in the country, and. Uh, and saves, so uh, you know you, you don't see that very often. Where a guy leaves the country, you know, seven for seven, and 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 just uh, just absolutely have been lights out in that role, and uh, it, you know, and you know, strikeout to walk ratio, we've been really good, and then uh, strikeouts per nine innings, we've been exceptionally well as as well. We've been walks per nine innings. Uh, you know, we were second the other night uh, in those categories. Um, but uh, you know, it's just it, it's it's been fun to watch the pitching. So if you go down and you look at it, uh, you know, right now we're third in shutouts um, with four this year. Um, you know, we're first in the country in strikeout to walk ratio at five point four two. We're third in walks per nine innings uh, at two point one six per. Uh, per nine innings, and then number eight in WHIP, which is which at one point oh seven per game. And WHIP is is how you uh, figure that as walks and hits divided by innings pitched. So if you're around, they they tell me in college if you're at one five, you're really good, and we're at one point oh seven. So uh, so you got to love that the strikeouts. We're eleventh in the country at eleven point seven. Um, and those, and then we're 16th in, in uh, earn run average at 2.91. So, uh, so those are some pretty gaudy numbers for our pitching staff. Um, if you look individually, um, let's see, uh, Etheridge uh, is uh, walks per nine innings is 15th in the country. At, at, he's only walked one guy, so he's like .035 per nine innings. Uh, Whip Walker Powell is. is 38th in the country uh strikeouts uh hunter stanley is seventh in the country at 46 uh etheridge is 94th with 33 uh strikeout to walk ratio etheridge is 33 to one he's got 33 strikeouts to just one walk so and he's third in the country so uh that's 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 unbelievable to me so uh, the guy who leads the country actually is at middle tennessee Zach Keenan and he's thirty-seven to one. So uh, and again, Ramsey has has stayed at number one in in the country in saves uh, with seven. Uh, in fact, he's tied uh, with um, Zach Greck of Stanford 
for that honor right now. Uh, you got Gabe Montenegro, who's 11th in the country in sacrifice bunts with four. And it uh, looks like the, uh, and then Stanley is number two in the country in number of starts with five. And that, those probably are tied. And then uh, Charlie Fisher, believe it or not, 19th in the country, or I'm sorry, eighth in the country with his 19 walks. So those are the guys that are in the top 20 and our team in the top 20. So uh, well represented, I would say. Jack, you're going to have to do a better job moving forward of keeping up with all the statistics. Well, I know. <laughs> actually, actually, when, actually, when Luke asked me for it, I was uh, I was trying to get the page to come up, and so I was sort of I was sort of uh, of uh, rambling there for a minute so I could get all the right. That's numbers. why the question was that long, Jack. Yeah, right, I was giving right. you time. Well, right. my my computer's not that good. Before Luke. we let you go, I, I just want to make sure we have this on the record. You, Jack Duggan, the sports information director at the University of Southern Mississippi, you believe that Danny Lynch. Pimp My Home Run jersey should be hung in the Hattiesburg studio where the Eagle Hour is produced. Don't do it. Did I have that on the record, Jack? Let me just say this. I I think it's something that I need to take under advisement, and and I'm going to think about it. We may even start a committee. Get a committee going. Will we'll, you get a, we'll start a committee, and, and then we'll come up. We'll come up with a ruling later on. A committee. Getty's okay. such a freeloader. He is such a freeloader. That's what he is. He says on this program all the time he's going to buy us stuff. Never right. buys it. Then I buy me something, and he wants yeah. it. Go figure. I'm willing to serve on the committee, Jack. I just want to go on the record. All right, fair guy. enough. All right. Jack Duggan, everybody, Sports Information Director, University of Southern Mississippi, and always a pleasure to have our friend Jack on the Eagle Hour. Back tomorrow at 1 o'clock, the great legendary Hill Denson joins the Eagle Hour. We can't wait for that until tomorrow. Southern Miss to the top. Keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future I want to fly like an eagle to the sea Fly like an eagle Let my spirit carry me I want to fly like an eagle a super talk mississippi media production